When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the summer run home for Monday the 29th of January. This is the last gasp of summer. Uh, Good afternoon, wherever you're listening. Sydney, Brisbane, Gold Coast, listeners across the SEN network. Let us know where you're tuning in from from around the world. If you're on the SEN app, uh, you can download that at uh, at, uh, wherever you get your apps, I suppose. Um, Apple. Uh, Google, wherever. Um, and uh, or oh, shout out to, uh, if you're tuning in on the Run Home podcast, listeners on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Now, uh, this is the very, very last summer run home. Uh, obviously, Joel and Fletch back tomorrow. Uh, they've got their back to school blues happening. I uh, believe Brian Fletcher was spotted buying a new pencil case just to get himself ready to come into the office. Uh, got one of those ones where you can put your little name in the the, the uh, case in the front. So uh, he'll have a new Brian F uh, one in here tomorrow. But Joining me today, you got Barney for the last day of summer and joining me, well, he has 44 caps for the Socceroos, 121 for Lens. He's a Premier League winner with the Blackburn Rovers and he has shared one bed with a pair of sisters in Be- in Belgium. Welcome, Robbie Slater. <laughs> Pick the highlight. Mate, that's it. You gotta you gotta go, you know, when you do someone's stats, you gotta start with the you know, the the impressive and you gotta get more impressive. More as impressive. It goes along. I think that got really impressive. Now look, I'm very excited because that uh intro music is is fantastic. I love the intro yeah. music and I'm quite excited because I had a big night last night. I watched everything. The cricket, into the tennis, into the soccerers. It was a for me it was like dream time afternoon. Did, slash evening. Didn't it time out well, too? The cricket finished just yeah. in time that you could flick over to the tennis, and then the tennis finishes, and all of a sudden, Socceroos, right there to go. That's it, right. It was, it was brilliant. What an amazing evening, Matt. You, uh, you've come in hot today. We've got plenty coming up on the show. Uh, we're going to be chatting about the Socceroos. Uh, you, uh, well, you put the cat amongst the pigeons oh, again. And we're gonna we'll get to that, and uh, we're gonna get your thoughts, listeners, too. If you are uh, if you are listening, and you want to get involved at any point, we'd welcome that. Give us a call one three hundred zero one eleven seventy or text in zero four five seven seven three six seven three six is the number to text. Um, we've got plenty coming up on the show. We're gonna to chat to Sean Omerod for a sports bet market update. Uh, Sats and rats from Sports Day. Uh, I believe they might be. And I saw this. Um, in a in a rundown that they might be interviewing Kalen Ponga tonight. 
They will be indeed. Oh my god, that's Caelan. That is that is a massive get. That is so exciting. Uh, and we're going to uh, chat to uh, Alex Bros, Broski, ho- ho- uh, host of the Global Game. We're going to chat all things uh, round ball with him, uh, including how the Socceroos are going in the Asian Cup. Um, so, yeah, get involved. Uh, oh, you can get involved on socials too. We are at Joel Fletch, S-E-N. Um, so, and for those on TikTok, are you on TikTok, Robbie? Um, I think so. My nine-year-old, <laughs> my nine-year-old Indigo uses it. And so there is TikTok on my phone. Oh, and I think... Um, I hope. I, I get into trouble a lot because of my nine... Well, she's about to be 10, actually. Feb 19, she's going to be 10. Um, yeah, but so yeah, TikTok's on my phone. I can't say I'm a great user of have TikTok. You, have you uploaded but apparently any I dances yet? Uploaded any dances? You just dancing along or lip syncing to a uh, Taylor Swift not. song? No, definitely not. I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift and um, Mate, um, because my kids are. Well, the internet would break if we got you and Bozza <laughs> just doing a little lip sync to a T-Swift song. Oh, my God. I think Bozza would probably enjoy that. He enjoys a bit of cross-dressing as well. So. Does he? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, the boss man. The B-man. The boss man's not scared of anyone, let me tell you. <laughs> he's been there, he's done it, and he's done it all, and he's a legend. Uh, right, Boz, if you, uh, if you are listening, give us a call. Let us know what you're wearing. Uh, <laughs> we'd been, love to hear it. We've been texting all afternoon. It's, uh, it's been quite funny. Yes. It always is funny. He does text some amazing things. Mate, oh, there's got to be a reality show in just following you two around. I think this is. I think we do it. Like, let's. We've pitched different shows before, but I. I think traveling around. Like, um, do you remember the trip? The yeah, yeah, the trip. And sorry, I haven't welcomed you in yet, Mark. Hello, welcome, Hello, Mark. Mark. You're Good producing, pressing buttons, doing everything. He's very again proud today. today. You know why he's proud? Before you get to your the trip, but he's he's beaming. You know why? Why? Because Rangers are back in fashion. Rangers are back in fashion. Sinner. Yannick Sinner, get right. it done at the Australian Celebrated Open. by rangers around the world. I didn't know we were out of fashion, if I'm honest, Robbie. Uh, I that, that was, well, I'm out of fashion because I went white. <laughs> People actually look at me and go, you weren't a red. I go, I was. Believe you me, this is your future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, the trip. Just Yeah, on the trip. I think we could have a, a trip-style uh, documentary. We just send Robbie and Bozza out and we just follow them around with the, the camera. Mm. And I think, I think we've got a series in that, at least. Mm. Where would you go, you and Boz? Like um, anywhere in the world. It's a travel show. We'd probably... Are we doing it at night? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We did, yeah, that. We we did have night. a lot of fun at night. <laughs> <laughs> After the Premier League shows. I, I think I've spoken about that. We used to go to the Cross. Oh, lovely. After, you know, you'd finish at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. And where else would you go? No. I it used to be open in those days. Wow. I'm picturing you guys in Europe, though. Where, where, oh, yeah, if we definitely. had a city in Europe that we were going to send you to, to where, where are we I going? mean, Bozza is very cultured. So yes. I'm thinking Paris, Madrid, Ooh. Barcelona. Well, you speak French. Do you speak Somewhere Spanish? where you can smoke cigars. Ah. Most of Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, most yeah. Of in <laughs> restaurants. Yeah, yeah Europe hasn't Croatia, got Croatia, back Bozza's uh, home. Well, I love it. Every time oh, I go yeah. back, and I went back in March, and I stopped in France, and we had a bit of a transit to, in Paris. Uh, it wasn't Orly. It was Charles de Gaulle. And um, I remember coming out, and there's this like, cleaner, uh, and he was standing underneath a sign, and it had Puff You Me, you know, non, no smoking. 
Of course, he was having a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Standing right underneath. Got to love France. Perfect European uh, story. Now, um, well, while we are thinking Europe at the moment, uh, it was all happening yesterday. It was the yes. greatest day of sport I think we've had in front of the television For in a, a long while. Time. Not only just sport, but Fun results, good results mm. for, um, you know, depending on your... your uh, well, I think even Aussie cricket fans like that result. Yeah. You the, know, in some, the I know there's, result was... I know there's a lot of Aussie fans, no, 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 we want to win every game, and it was this and it was that. But if you look be, beyond that, it was just, it was a fairy tale. But that's the thing. Like, that I, was I, a real-life fairy tale. I'm a diehard Aussie cricket fan. I mm-hmm. There's never any point where I actually want to see the Aussies nah. lose. But I'm always thinking... It, you want competitive test matches. You want competitive cricket where it's on the line and well, there, there's a the prospect you could lose. And wanting that, there's going to be test matches where where oh. the the result doesn't go Australia's way. But is there a more likable side, do you reckon? No. Mark? No, I don't think so. I mean, the emergence of, we're going to talk about this... a lot of Shamar Joseph as well. Oh, how good was Incredible, he? incredible mm. scenes. And... I mean, for Barney's sake, for your guys' sake, if it went to five days, we wouldn't be here right now. Yes. So thank you, Shamar. Thank you, Australian cricket. Yeah. Thank you, the West Indies. Eight for... runs they got to, <laughs> you know, within, oh. yeah, they were so close. And I loved his uh, yeah, press conference today where they were asking him about the inevitable offers coming from T20 and this and that, and the, you know, the white ball and the pink ball. And he said, it was beautiful what he said. It's, you know, yeah. Uh, this is all my dream. I must say to play test cricket for the West Indies. I'm actually live here and I'm not afraid to see this. There, there will be times that um, T20 might come around, test cricket will be there. And I will say this live. I, I would always be available to, be able to play for the West Indies, no matter how much money it takes or come towards me. So I will always be here to play test cricket. If you are West Indies cricket, that is exactly what you want to hear from your, well, let's say it's his, uh, their newest star. Like, really? I think we've seen the emergence of a guy who, um, you know, not that long ago, 15 months ago, he wasn't wasn't playing uh, professional cricket. Like I he said, wasn't, fairy tale. It's just a, extraordinary. An amazing story. And he, he's done that with a, with a banged up toe <laughs> uh, that he got hit on. And it was just an amazing, like an amazing end to the test match. Mm. This is one of the things, like a lot of people... Um, they criticise the length of Test match cricket. I love like, Test. Well, I'm an old guy, so yeah. I was brought up English parents. So my mum and dad used to go for England. They used to drag me, not drag me, because we we used to go to many Tests, England v Australia, West Indies uh, back in back in those days. Uh, so that was we're talking 70s because I was a kid. We sit on the hill uh, as a family and we'd we'd watch uh, Ian Redpath. Take uh, eight days to hit a hundred, <laughs> <laughs> but that—that's the it's sort of the charm of Test cricket. Yeah, and I've always liked what it. people. What people I uh, think, especially in the, this day and age where everything's getting quicker, 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 quicker. Yeah. You know, shorter attention spans. The fact that you can have a game go for four or five days, and it could and, be a draw, and be a draw, or come down to as close as that game was. Now it that, was eight that, runs or one exactly. wicket in the end, and that was that the tension that that goes into that that. Test cricket can deliver in that last bit. I agree. It's second to none. And it was called beautifully um, on SEN. I don't know if you heard the call. Uh, It was absolutely. This is how the last wicket went down. He lets fly. Hazel's bowled. Shamar Joseph has bowled the West Indies to the most romantic of victories. And one of the truly great upsets in Test cricket history. He's off on a lap of (laughs) honour. 
It's a win and events that will reverberate right through international cricket. And it might be the saviour of West Indies cricket. Shamar Joseph is a legend in his second test match. Yeah, well called there. Like Waitley, yeah. um, unbelievable. And he's, he didn't. He was 100% right. One of the rom- most romantic of victories. i got to say, it was so lucky. Like, lucky for my kids that my wife was actually out of town yesterday. Because <laughs> if she was there, it would have, oh, could have been on right there and then. Because I know she loves the romance of the cricket. Yeah, of course she Irresistible. <laughs> it would, did, it, did, how, did you feel the romance in the Slater household? Oh, yesterday? yeah, of course I did. I, I had one of my ex-wives over. Um, <laughs> um Mate, I just and that's a great and that's great commentary. What, mm. what I love about great commentators and there's there's many of them um, around the world in different sports, of course, is the ability to bring out that one word that just captures the whole thing and the yeah. way he said it there, as it happened. Yeah, it's a real gift, and he, he's done very well there. Yeah, summing up four days of story. Uh, now we've got a caller on the line. Uh, we've got Jim really? from Logan Reserve. Jimmy, you there, mate? Yeah, mate, how you doing? How you doing, Jim? Good, thanks, fellas. It's Tim, not Jim, but that's all good. Call me Jim. Uh, <laughs> hey, Tim, Tim, Jim. Tim of the T. Mate, I'm sure you've been called worse than Jim. Oh, 100%, mate. <laughs> and I will. I've got a good positive potential spin off, and possibly an early crow if we can get on the market. Maybe with um, West Indies winning in Brisbane last night, they've gone out celebrating. I'm tipping in nine months' time, there might be some babies <laughs> born with Jamaican heritage in 20 years and nine months' time. We could be in the 100 metres final, the sprint. That team could have given us a gold medal. That's great. Tim has gone the early crow on that. Tim, you are up in, uh, oh, well, up, up north, Logan Reserves, where you're calling from. Was there any word around Brisbane that where the boys sighted out on the tiles last night? No, 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 I haven't heard, mate. I've been in truck all day, so I, I haven't heard that. I was just romantic as that might have been the case. I not have been, but we'll go with it, eh? <laughs> hey, hey, Tim, I'm, I'm all for it, mate. That You know what? A romantic victory deserves a romantic evening. That's uh, <laughs> how I've always viewed it. Uh, yeah, the West Indies were one of the great upsets in Test cricket. So they defeat uh, the reigning World Test champions by eight runs. Shamar Joseph, uh, well, he got hit on the toe, and which actually ended their innings. He was given out LBW, but um, on review, the uh, it was a no ball from Mitch Stark. So he could have stayed out there. Unfortunately, had to retire hurt, uh, ended their innings. So... Um, it was, it was un. They were unsure whether he was even going to play on the day. the The team left, uh, left for the ground, and he was still at the hotel, and he's waiting there. And he got a call from the doc, the team doctor, yep. saying, "How are you feeling?" He said, "Not good." He was still in bed, still there. Which I, I think, if we're going to blame this loss, this Australian loss on anyone, I think we blame it on, on the doctor. The, no, the staff at the, the staff. hotel. Yeah. Like, if you realise their star player hasn't left, I mean, send him up a complimentary breakfast, get him <laughs> get him fed, get him comfortable in bed at the hotel, make him not want to leave. Because he went down to the ground. He, he didn't even take his kit down. So that's why he, when he first went on the ground, he was wearing someone else's shirt. He had to put tape over it. Um, and then came on to bowl seven for 68, uh, 13 wickets at an average of 17, uh, which... Um, well, the Windies, they ruined 
Australia's perfect uh, summer. We were looking for a, uh, a clean sweep, five from five, but end up with four wins from t- five tests. Now they head to a three-match ODI series, which you can catch live on SEN. Um, and, well, they were – one of the things I liked about both the Pakistan side and um, and the Australian uh, – and the West Indies sides this this summer is they, they came in, they were unheralded, but they they – stuck at it. They actually had some fight. They had um, players who were determined and particularly in this second test, that was a West Indies outfit who was super determined. And and we were all wondering, you know, what might've, um, what might've actually motivated them. And Craig Brathwaite, well, he, uh, he pointed out something. This was said by, uh, well, former Australian cricketer, Rodney Hogg earlier uh, before the test. Let's not beat around the bush. They were hopeless. Uh, we should have two divisions now. We can't have these weak sides coming out here. Mitchell Stark with a brand new pink ball, he's going to run straight through them. Um, so I wouldn't think the game would go any further than three days. They're pathetic. Well, I look back at the West Indies of old and we're down stretching on the ground and they're running past in speedos and I'm going, gee, look at their muscles. These days, the West Indies, they'd be running past in overcoats. Yeah. <laughs> Always be wary of making predictions. That is. It can back, come back to haunt you. Do you reckon you regret saying that? I reckon, yeah. One thing that I found weird about that quote is he goes, we'd be down stretching, they'd be running past in speedos, and he's going, oh, look at those muscles. Like if someone's running, if I'm on the ground and someone runs past close range in a pair of speedos. Go get away. Yeah, I'm trying to look away because it's not the muscles <laughs> I think I'm getting an eyeful of. Do you know no, what I mean? because let's face it. The when underca- pe- underside no, of a budgie. When you're wearing budgie smugglers, the focus goes straight to there. Yeah. It does. It doesn't matter who's wearing them. Yeah, you know, they're talking to you, but you just can't help it. That's why they should be banned. Yeah. <laughs> so I've actually got the real audio of uh, Rodney Hogg. Oh, oh, here we yeah, go. Yeah, so this is actually Let's not beat around the bush. They were hopeless. Uh, we should have two divisions now. <laughs> we can't have these weak sides coming out here. Mitchell Stark with a brand new pink ball. He's going to run straight. Yeah, oh, one of, the great, one of the great saxophone solos, that. Mm. Uh, Baker Street. Now, um, Craig Braithwaite, well, he, he had the final say, and this is what he said uh, in the uh, post-match presentation. I must say, we had two words. You know, that inspired us in this last match. Mr. Ronnie Hogg, which said we're pathetic and hopeless. So, my, so, so that was our inspiration. We wanted to show the world we're not pathetic. And I must ask him, are these muscles big enough for him? Ooh. Ooh you don't think... I see, it's... Mate, I remember... You know, I remember Fox Sports A-League and I tipped the Mariners to come last and uh, I had to go up there and commentate. I'm making this short. My story's got to be short because no, Lundy... No, no, Lundy's told me on the, on the tips. <laughs> he said, just keep any inevitable, any inevitable stories. I got to keep them short. So anyway, all that season I had to go up there um, to commentate. And, of course, on the inside of the door where you go in, so you open the door and on the inside of the door had my column tipping them to come last. And of course, they came second. Yeah, well, so, and you've motivated. I've motivated the team. them. Well done. So well done. So you. Rodney Hogg has done exactly <laughs> that. He's made, you know, all the speeches before the two tests very easy. Oh, and I think it like it's so nice to hear like a a cricket captain fired up and speaking because so much now in the especially in the post match, it's it's very it's nice. Um, nice. It's very media trained. That's a guy who's speaking with passion. But you know what I do like about um, the manners of the West Indians? He still called him Mr. Rodney Hogg. <laughs> like still, <laughs> he wasn't going informal, wasn't calling him names. He said, "This Mr. Mr. 
Rodney Hogg, um, you know, said this about us. So um, it was a great, uh, absolutely uh, a great result, I think, for, for Test cricket. And, mm. and we saw that another great result for Test cricket um, in over in India uh, with England getting up with an amazing win. Like we've had, we have been spoiled, like in a time where all the chat about, oh, is Test cricket dying? Where's Test cricket going to be? Um, no chance. I think, I, look, I'm not the massive, massive cricket fan, but I will always watch uh, the Ashes. Mate, every time an Ashes Test series is on, you just go, with Test series are going to die? Oh, I don't think so. No. And, that's, and I, I view the same against India now. When Australia well, play India, it's just as watchable. And that, that's the thing. I think the thing we can take away from this test summer is we had two series. Yes, um, it was the 3-0 win with um, Pakistan. But I think those, if you just look at it as a 3-0 win to Australia, probably belies how, how yeah. tight that test series Competitive was. Competitive it was. Um, there and was, they dropped a lot of catches. They did. There was... There, there was some minor opportunity. Like if they take some opportunities, yeah. that could have been a very different test series. And now we see one all. I, like I'm looking forward now to every time these sides come out competitive cricket. And let's just hope that that these um, these other nations get to play more test cricket, not less, because I think that'll only make it more well, competitive. Can I just say one thing though? Can we? Um, so when in 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 the future, mm-hmm. the very near future or the distant future, it doesn't matter. When these teams come to Australia, can we just make sure we take Rodney Hogg away? <laughs> yeah, for Australia. <laughs> that is a great point. We're going to plenty, talk plenty more cricket. Remember tonight, uh, Sats and Rat on Sports Day with special guest Callum Ponga, followed by the first serve with Brett Phillips. Here to wrap up all of the Australian Open action. You're on the summer run home, the very last one, with thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai 2023 sale event is on now. We're off to a break and back real soon. Welcome back to the Summer Run Home. Thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai 2023 SUV sale event is on now. Uh, if you want to get involved at any time, one 1170 is the number to call. Or text in 0457 736 736. And we were chatting before the show, um, and this is something I was hoping people might get involved with on the text line, is um, I noticed the two heroes uh, of last night, uh, Shamar Joseph, uh, the uh, West Indian hero, and uh, Yannick Sinner, who won the Australian Open, uh, were both um, products of small villages. So Shamar Joseph uh, is from a very small village of 350 people, and Yannick Sinner is from a little village in the north of Italy called San Candido, which has got a population of 3,175, which got me thinking about we see so many great sporting heroes uh, produced out of little towns. So uh, get involved. Let us know who is your small town hero, who who's come from a small town and uh, made it big. Now, I'll throw it out to you, you boys, Robbie and uh, and Mark, but I'm going I'm to get it started. I'll get a couple. Um, sorry, sorry, I missed that because I'm reading my abuse on Twitter. Oh, excellent. We'll or get to X. your abuse. I'll Don't get worry. To abuse. If you want to okay. abuse Robbie, what's your uh, Twitter uh, handle? Yeah, uh, Twitter handle is, uh, I don't even know, Robbie Slater 17 Robbie Slater 17 is where you send your abuse there. I've got lots of followers, there. but they, I don't think they like me very um, much. But, yeah, we'll throw out some criteria for this. So I'm thinking we're looking at a one. town of five-ish thousand. Seven. seven. Okay, we can stretch <laughs> to 7,000 people. So 7,500 to I'm be gonna, precise. I'll throw my, my, a few of my favourites out now. Yeah. For any AFL fans out there, there was a guy called Justin Kaczynski who played 200 games for St Kilda, grew up um, uh, not too far from uh, where I was living at the time in a little place called Brocklesbury. Uh, Brocklesbury. Yeah, Brocklesbury. Brock. 
What uh, were you doing? That's what you called it. I was in, I was in a place called Corowa. That was where I was. Yeah, I, that's, I remember that in our last show. Yeah, yeah. So he, that's Brock's for like 240 odd people. There he played 200 games for St Kilda. And was, he's actually from there. He's from so there. So he, he grew up there. Grew up there. In yeah. Brocklesbury. In Brocklesbury. And he played 200 the, games. With, that's, see, I, I love that kind of story. That's, and, but there's so many good stories. There is. Like I know, and you've just brought up AFL. Now, without being able to name them, but I've certainly heard of many rugby league players and rugby players that come from the bush. Roycey Simmons. Yeah. Uh, Panthers legend, Roy Simmons, uh, is from a place called Goolagong, which is, uh, I last check. Goolagong. Goolagong, in the last census, had 295 people. Oh, so, wow. Isn't and, it? and is that spelled Goolagong as in Yvonne Goolagong? Yeah, I think it's the same, spelt, yeah. spelt similar. So um, Josh Hazelwood, obviously our, yeah. uh, our very own uh, test superstar bowler, is from a place called Bendemeer which is a uh, population of about 485 people, not too far from Tamworth wow. there. I love that. Um, now, who, who you, you well, said you Well, mine's not on, on that level of you're talking of in the hundreds, but I had a funny uh, story. So it's uh, Nathan Lyon who comes from Young. Yep. Um, and I did soccer camps in Young uh, many, many years ago when I was playing at a club called Northern Spirit. Anyway, just uh, to make it quick, I bumped into his brother at Forestville where I live and he come up to me and he, I said, oh, I'm nice to see you, Robbie, da 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 da. Do you remember? I said, oh, that, sorry, mate. He goes, oh, I'm Nathan Lyon's brother. I went, oh, mate, lovely to meet you. He said, oh, no, I've met you. Me and Nathan came to your soccer camps uh, wow. like 30 years ago. <laughs> I went, I don't know if that makes me feel good or very, very old. Mate, and then that- I said to him, I said, Mate, I think Nathan made the right career choice. I can't remember <laughs> what he was like at the soccer camp, but you did say something, and I'll let Mate, you say it now. I will say they do. They warm up with of the soccer ball did. on the field before, yeah. and I've got to say, Nathan Lyon, he's got that Robbie Slater touch. I've noticed that. I said, oh, where geez. have I seen that before? So he's rubbish. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's a history of the cricketers doing the soccer stuff. I mean, obviously, the English team do it a lot. Mm. Obviously, it's the big game over there, but back in the... The War Twins, Steve and Mark, I played soccer with them as kids for four or five years, and they used to warm up in their cricket days. So there's been a long sort of thing of uh, kicking a soccer ball for cricket practice. Oh, yeah, and and long history of uh, people coming from small towns to become sports heroes. So get involved. Yes. Let us know who your favourite are. Tech's already coming in, but we've got to get to the news right now. You're listening to The Summer Run Home. We're back with more. Thank you, Amy. This is The Summer Run Home with thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai 2023 sale event is SUV sale event, I should say, is on now. Uh, now. It is time for a sports bet market update with Sean Omerod, uh, the Shire's own Sean Omerod. Mate, uh, have you recovered from the big Australia Day party? <laughs> you know what? I don't think they've uh, they haven't really heard about this sort of change the date movement too much down here. It hasn't made its way <laughs> over the technical bridge just yet. Uh, it was a big weekend, but had by all. Um, yeah, no, I wasn't out there getting amongst. So I was very well behaved. Uh, Barney, as you well know, mate. Yeah, well, you're a, you're a, one of the leading citizens down there in the Shire, so um, <laughs> mate, you know people expect no less from you. Now, with the fireworks you set off after hours, um, <laughs> they fishwick from this year, or did you did you save them from another year? If anyone can find my dog and return it to me, that'd be great. It hasn't been seen since <laughs> I was letting those uh, letting those bangers off in the backyard. Now, there, I've, I've got a big stockpile from fishwick back in the day. I filled the car boot up. Uh, last time I was driving through, we're always, it's a very important. You got to have uh, those fireworks on standby. You just never know when you're going to need them. Exactly right. Hey, um, mate, um, we're just talking before the break, we're talking uh, like sporting stars that have come from small towns. You Have you got mm. anyone that uh, springs to mind for you? Your favourites, mate? 
Oh, well, I'm from a bit of a smallish town. I'm, I'm from country Victoria originally, oh. Maui. I'm Maui. a Maui from way back, which I'm sure everyone has heard of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have this in our way. For all the wrong reasons. Sean, I, let me just, there's a, is it a dog track or a harness, Maui? I see it come up on the tab the, screen. Yeah, thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. there you go. Maui. So There's I have two heard reasons of it. people know about it from a, a sort of less than savoury crime that was committed there back in the late oh, 90s. No. Or or if you're a thoroughbred punter, that's the, that's the other reason you know it. So, there you go. Um, and when I did you leave? Late old. 90s? Was that when you had to run from Maui? Or? <laughs> timing, timing impeccable for me, uh, for me Barney, <laughs> out, out of Motown. Um, I reckon that was about... How big was the town when I was growing up? Probably about fifteen thousand ish, and I think we we probably oh, mate, uh, it's a metropolis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah a few, few AFL, few AFL footballers, but it's probably on the the bigger scale of smallish towns. So no one really jumps to uh, jumps to mind. Who are some of you? I heard uh, Kazitsky was from a very small town. Who else have we got? Mate, we've got Hazelwood. Yeah, Josh Hazelwood. Um, well, we've extended to seven thousand. Uh, so we can nearly. Mine. Yeah, we can. Uh, Laurie Daly's from June E. June E. would have. Oh yeah, June about e. Four or five thousand people in June E. Really? And uh, Lundy's got involved on the um Lundy. on the text line as he well. Like Sorry, that Lundy. was from Cameron who nominated Laurie Daly from June E. Um, he says that uh, Miranda Kerr is from Bogabri, uh, population eight hundred and eighty-five. So, wow. um, yeah, not exactly a sporting superstar, but she's she's a supermodel. Mm. Super something. Yeah, super something. Uh, we got a, we got a few more coming in. Kurt Fernley's from Cowra, apparently. And obviously, uh, I don't know how I missed this one, uh, Dungog, Dougie Walters. Mm. Mate, mate, you, I think we need, a, we need a market around this. Which small town is going to uh, produce the next sporting superstar? <laughs> I just want to break how out into the – I want to break out into John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> yes. Do you know Mark? I just whispered in his ear. He's never heard of it. Really? Oh, that's depressing. Oh, Mark. I just smiled and waved and said, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, Barney he, if knows, it was a Proclaimers song, he'd be all over it. I was born in a small it. town. <laughs> now, it, it is technically a sports bet market update, so we should probably ask you about some sports bet markets. Now, we saw the uh, the two uh, conference champions in the uh, in the NFL today, so we've got our Super Bowl uh, lineup locked. Uh, is the market uh, up yet in that one? It is certainly up and available for betting boys. Chiefs. It's an absolute rips norter we've got here. So we've got the 49ers and the Chiefs. They're in the uh, the big dance. Can we roll out the big dance for the Super Bowl? I think we can. So we're oh, two yeah. weeks away uh, now. Now the, the the market's already had a bit of a shake up. So as soon as the the uh, this match was sort of set in stone, the 49ers were about a dollar seventy. The Chiefs outside is two dollars fourteen or fifteen or thereabouts. But a big flurry of money um, for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're now a dollar ninety eight. San Fran, $1.83. The line, as skinny as it gets, Ooh. one and a half. So big oh. push. And I think I think we're probably going to get to a scenario where this is a, an old-fashioned uh, toss of the coin job, boys. So we're all set up um, for what looks like, certainly on paper anyway, an absolute uh, classic Super Bowl. So he's hoping we can just get stuck into some buffalo wings and drink a few buds in a couple <laughs> yes. of weeks' time. Now, the, the Super Bowl is is a special for the uh, the odd betting markets, the exotics, if you would. Um mm. Speaking of toss of the coin, do you, do you have a market on heads or tails? Or 
We do. We've got heads or tails. Who's <laughs> going to win the toss? All that sort of stuff. But keep your eyes peeled because the the real action uh, sorts to kick in when we, when we've sort of priced up the length of the national anthem. That's always a really yeah. <laughs> really popular market to the point where some people have been known to sort of camp outside the stadium for sound checks and whatnot with the uh, with the stopwatch going just to get some intel. Oh. But we'll have uh, Usher. Usher, I believe, is going to be the halftime entertainment. So we'll have all the Asher songs up and available. And obviously with the Chiefs in the big one, it means uh, T-Swizzle is going to be in the house as well. So just keep your eyes peeled for maybe a few uh, novelty markets centered around Taylor Swift. Maybe how many times will she grace our screens? It could be in the hundreds. Who knows? Mate, now tell what's that meeting look like? Like obviously you're you're probably the <laughs> Taylor Swift expert, but Joel, yeah. Joel, you, like who else is in there? I'm, it's Gibbo's yeah, there, it's a real Gibbo. meeting. It's a meeting of the minds, I like to call it, Barney. Real, it's sort of like a Mensa type setup. Where we all get <laughs> together, really nut it out, work out what the punters want. Um, yeah, just keep your eyes peeled. If if it's not there, it, it won't be worth uh, knowing about come uh, Super Bowl Monday, mate. We're looking forward to all of that. Now, uh, looking uh, a little closer, Asia Cup. Um, obviously, mm. now Robbie's Robbie's come in fired up. Uh, people uh, not raving. I've upset a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got it going on Twitter <laughs> with people. But again, talk to us. Um, a lot of Australians that have upset Robbie have said that you know that four nil not good enough from <laughs> evidently from the Socceroos. Uh, how are their mm. chances for to as the overall winner of the Asian Cup, mate? Well, it's probably better than our. Was it one nil against India or something? Yeah, a yeah, couple yeah. Of weeks back. I, well, we I just had the biggest. That, so. we, we just had the biggest win of the tournament of anyone, and that's what people exactly. forget is, you know, Japan, South Korea, Saudi Arabia, all these higher ranked teams, and they've been playing, you know, inverted commas, uh, you know, lesser opposition, and no one's winning mm. four, five, six nil. It's just not happening. And of course, we're in the knockout stages now, aren't we? So that's right. Whether it's one yeah. nil or ten nil, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, a tournament you know, is all about goals. winning. Exactly. So we're $6 to go the whole way. I reckon we started the tournament about 8 bucks. You're right. Yep. A couple of, Who's the favourite, Sean? Ago. Japan's still favourite. I reckon they were $2.75. They've trimmed up just slightly to $2.63. Yeah, they've been... South Korea yep. on the next line at $4.50 as well. So they're probably the uh, the two big hopes outside of the Aussies, obviously. But we've got... Who do we play next? Well, uh, we get through... We job. We will... No. And we've got an advantage because... We will play South Korea or Saudi Arabia now, so we're going to get a big one in the mm. in the quarter. Uh, the The advantage for us is they're not playing for two days, really. So, so they're going to right. play what what day are we? Monday to I think they play th- Wednesday night, six a.m. our time on Wednesday. On Wednesday, yeah. and then the the quarterfinals on Saturday. So we've got a big advantage in recovery, and that is important. In these tournaments, like um, mm. so but it's still going to be a tough one, and we we do we'll have to improve. But you know, just the criticism around Graham Arnold and and the team, and I spoke to Arnie about it, and he doesn't like to get too much into it. But I can hear he's disappointed, and and I, I think it's unfair. We're in a tournament. We've conceded one goal. Uh, we've scored eight. Have we played like I don't know Brazil at their best? No. But it's a tournament, and you build. Now, the next one's going to be a tough one. There's no doubt about that. South Korea with Son Hung-min from Spurs, of course, uh, against the Saudi Arabia team that's always difficult to beat. But yeah, we've been okay for the moment. We haven't been at our mm. best, but maybe you, don't, you shouldn't be at your best at this point. But we've put it this way. If the Matildas, and this is not a criticism, it's just where the two teams are situated in the sporting psyche. And I'm not talking about people outside of the game, because I think people like 
like Barney yourself and, you gotta, and other people. You've got to market think, on the time this rant's going to go. No, no, yeah, this, is, this is going to be over. So this is, um, you know, you guys are all quite happy. It's the football people that seem to be not mm. happy. And, you know, if this was Matilda's that just won 4-0 and going into a quarterfinal, everyone would be celebrating. Okay, it's over. Mm. Sorry, Lundy. <laughs> <laughs> well, just quickly, on our on our future opponents, so in that match, Saudi Arabia v South Korea, South Korea $1.75. That's in normal time as well. Obviously, extra time will become a factor uh, now in the knockout stages, but they're expected to get it done in normal time. So it looks like, all things considered, Socceroos v South Korea showdown. That'll be Replay of the, the one we won. Uh, we That's beat, right. Yeah, South Korea. When was that? Uh, under Ange. Anyway, it's fine. Yes. Uh, quickly before we go, FA Cup, uh, Robbie's former team, Blackburn, are going against Wrexham mm. tomorrow. You got anything on that for us, Rovers. Sean? Rovers yeah. are good odds. Yeah, I do. And it stings me to say this because, Robbie, you know I love you, but I'm a Burnley supporter. <laughs> oh, so you hate me. Anything, you anything hate me. Blackburn. Yeah, I really, it really You really do not like me. No, I know. Deep down, I, I don't. I'm going to look for you on my Twitter feed from the abuse I got last night. <laughs> oh, you'll find you'll find some of my, uncle, my uncles over there. No doubt, get stuck in here. Um, Blackburn a dollar seventy though against Wrexham. Uh, they're four dollars twenty. So that one is nice and early tomorrow morning for that one. But just for you, mate, I'll go for the Rovers just this one time. <laughs> uh, thanks, mate. You're a good man, Shawnee Omarod. Thanks uh, very much for the sports bet update. Uh, make it look easy with sports bet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome back to the Summer Run Home with thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai 2023 SUV sale event is on now, and it's time now for a Brisbane Greyhound Racing update. Thanks to our partners, Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club. And on the line uh, from up there in Brisbane is Luke Gatehouse. How are you today, Luke? Good boys, and then certainly summer up here. We're almost dying with the heat, humidity, <laughs> and storms at the moment. Oh man! And uh, look, we were talking. I don't know if you've heard that we were talking at the start of the show a little bit about um, uh, sports heroes that have come from small towns. Just off the back of Shamar Joseph, come from a little town. Yannick Sinners from a little town. We've talked about Josh Hazelwood, one of our favourites from a little town. Um, is there a is there a greyhound from a small place that uh, really springs <laughs> well, to as mind? As in the greyhound? Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like Zoom this. Top. Zoom, Zoom Top, there you go. One of the most famous. I've heard of Zoom Top, Luke. Of yeah, so I've where's, heard of Zoom where's Top. Zoom Top from? Um, yeah, you're testing me. Somewhere <laughs> in the bush in New South Wales. Somewhere in the bush in New South Wales. Mark will get on the uh, get on the Google for that, mate. Um, you've you've mentioned the humidity, the rain you've had. Is, is that affecting things up there or is it still business as usual at Brisbane Greyhounds? Well, we try our best to do business as usual. We've had a couple of uh, nasty bits of weather come through. We did get washed out in one of our feature nights and had to transfer half the card to a Saturday morning. Oh, wow. Uh, but that's that's been the only real impact. Uh, we sort of just battle on as best we can and spend our life looking at the radar. Mate, this Thursday, the finale of the Tab Golden Greys Summer Carnival at Albion Park. Uh, group 1, 375k gar- uh, Garrard's Gold Bullion and the Garrard's Gold Cup worth 150k. Uh, what can you tell us about those races, mate? Any favourites? Yeah, it's not bad coin, is it? In in the Gold Bullion, uh, it's a really great contest. Our King of the Creek, JSJ, is our track record holder. He almost broke it again a couple of weeks ago. There's six locals and a Victorian in Morton. Uh, the box draws made it very, very interesting. It'll be tough for JSJ. He's drawn the outside box eight to cross this field, so... Could be uh, sparks flying, but we'll see how good the king goes. And in the Gold Cup, it's 
Queensland versus the Big V. Five locals, three Victorians, and it's about four dollars a field. So take your pick. You can pat yourself in the back if you find the winner. Mate, Luke, we will be tuning in. Thank you so much. Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club. Visit brisgrays.com.au for all function and event information. Uh, you're on the summer run home. We're back real soon.